You're listening to Butter Cuts. It's Friday, December 18th. On today's episode, we discuss the PNC Championship in Orlando, Florida. Enjoy the episode. Welcome everybody to this special edition episode of the Buttercuts podcast. Weston, welcome again as co-host. Thanks for having me. So we're doing this special edition and, you know, usually when it's a special edition at any time, there's either something that significant is happening, like a major or something, or Tiger Woods playing with his son. (laughs) (laughs) as in this case so but yeah we figured we should give this this some time um it may be the only time that the the pnc championship gets a special (laughs) podcast edition but um kind of excited for it it'll be it'll be fun to watch yeah yeah i'm totally up for dropping everything just to talk about tiger i mean (laughs) Huge fanboy myself, been following his professional career since the beginning, and yeah, I couldn't be happier to see Tiger play again, so I'm pumped. Yeah, and it's, like you said, it's it's not something, obviously, that he is, has played in um, and decided to do it, do it this year. His, his son, Charlie, has been playing a lot more golf, and usually, like I say, tried to give, uh, you know, a tour player in his family, some, some space. And he's, he's been pretty under wraps, but they've, they've showed some things with him playing some stuff down in Florida and with Charlie playing some stuff down in Florida and, and, you know, his swing looks pretty good. Um, but he actually brought out and it was, it's kind of interesting. You got him and JT have become pretty good friends. And so he kind of, I think he, they kind of, probably be prodded each other to, to play in it this year. So you got the the most prolific field as far as relevance as a PJ on the PG tour standpoint anyway this year. So yeah, yeah, there definitely was some banter between JT and Charlie. Um uh, and, and JT was on record for saying that. I mean Tiger Tiger is incredibly competitive and me being a father of five kids, I can tell you something that uh competitiveness transfers via genes so uh, <laughs> charlie being competitive 100 percent believe that yeah and uh jt himself also so uh he even made mention that uh they have putting contests all the time and jt's never lost but charlie doesn't give up and you know what that's probably the same uh attitude that tiger also exuded as a child as he played against his father so yeah and like i said and it's it's a it's actually a pretty good field. and I mean, if you go down and, and look at it. So the one thing that you have to, you have to be a major winner or a uh, player's Play. championship yep. or have a player's championship title there. So, I mean, you've got, you know, Mark Hakovecki, John Daly, David Duvall, Jim Furyk, Padraig Harrington. So, I mean, you're going down the list of some pretty solid players. Um, Greg Norman, Mark Amira, you know, Annika Sornstam is playing this this year with her with her dad. So, and then you've got 
you know, probably the, the headliners you've got that are still pretty relevant on tour. I mean, Matt Kuchar, um, you know, Tiger Woods is going to be relevant for a long, or still a long time, whether he's as competitive as he was. But then you've got, you know, Bubba Watson and Justin Thomas. So you've got a pretty, you know, stack field as far as that goes. And yeah. So it'll be it'll be fun to watch and to to see who kind of comes out on top. We'll we'll talk we'll discuss our favorites later <laughs> on. And um, but so the question is, you know, you've got a, a little bit of battle of of the sons. Obviously, Little John is is older than <laughs> than Charlie Woods, but he's got a little bit of you know his dad swinging him as Charlie kind of has some of his dad swinging in, in him as well. Um, it'll be interesting to watch those, like say you got the, they got the pairing. You knew that as soon as they mentioned the, that JT and, and Charlie wanted to be paired together, that that was going to happen. <laughs> they weren't going to oh, yeah. not let that happen, but it'll be, be interesting to see how it, how it goes forward, you know, and plays out with um, how, you know, John Daly can play with, with little John and to see how much he's progressed because he kind of doesn't get a lot of spotlight, but the kid hits it um, pretty good. Oh yeah. Yeah. No, little John has an incredible move. Um, He actually looking at his swing and another um, prominent junior golfer right now, with Preston Summerhays, they actually swing the club very similarly. Very similar, yeah. And he's made – we were actually just looking at um, his swing the other day and the Preston swing the other day, and he's gotten rid of a little bit of his loop in his swing, and it is mm-hmm. super solid. Oh, And cool. the kid – and then, like, it's been a little bit, and the kid seems like he's growing just a little bit, but he's – He's thinned out and looks like he's he's really fit right now too. So yeah, it's um, like I said it's going to be a be a fun event, but obviously the headliner of this is is his Tiger Woods and oh, his yeah. son Charlie, and you know they've kind of you know like I said I don't try to pry too much in, but he does seem like he tries to keep that part of his life pretty pretty under wraps and so it'll be it'll be fun to to watch that happen so and i mean on another note that you know you got one of the the players in here it's Hornstam. sounds like she may try to play in a in a women's senior major next year so that'll that'll be interesting to see whether she's you know feeling like she can get her competitive juices uh flowing Again. Yeah, I mean, there's some golfers that have actually used this kind of as a motivational tool to get their game sharp. And I know David Duval has mentioned that. I think he's on the cusp of going to the Champions Tour here pretty soon. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's a cool format. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's it's essentially a scramble. It, it's a scramble. Yeah, yeah. it's a scramble. <laughs> the funny thing is, is I is it, I sent you over the link to the just the thing. Hey, what to look for this the TV schedule, which little. You know, Sundays is going to be tape delayed, so you can. It does have um, a link to the live stream, so you can watch it live, 
or it's just on tape delay, but, but whatever, but it says format, it says on, it basically lays out the format for a scramble, but doesn't actually say that it's a scramble. Yeah. I'm like, just say it's a scramble. Most golf fans are going to be playing this. Any golfer at all knows what a scramble is. Oh, I'll tell you what, it's funny how often I've even seen people just who enjoy golf. They're not golfers, but they enjoy golf. They get mixed up uh, with best ball and scramble because the word best ball seems to fit the scramble format so well. Yeah. uh, (laughs) That's uh, that's why you got to call it the four ball when you. Exactly. Which still doesn't make any sense either in the best (laughs) ball that is called a four ball. So it's just, Uh, you know, doing that thing. But but yeah, it'll be interesting. And then it's just taking a look at the course. It's a Greg Norman design in Orlando. And I was looking at it and I'm like, oh, it's a pretty – yeah, it's a pretty Florida course. <laughs> like I said, it's it looks nice. I don't think it looks anything real special. It looks actually really kind of flat and just looking at it, um, just going through the holes. But mm-hmm. like I said, it'll be a fun format. My guess is it's not the hardest course out there. You got, you know, this is a obviously a made-for-TV event yeah. so you don't want to just, just rip some of these <laughs> people that don't play quite as much much apart but yeah it looks like a looks like a decent decent course I think the shade. biggest thing to, to watch out for is just water there's yeah. probably water on like 15 of 18 holes and um other than that um they're pretty wide open fairways and you know depending on what tees they play probably the whites or something to make it fun and see more eagles and birdies. Right. Um, I imagine most of these driving bunkers won't come into play for, for either the pro or their partner. Right. And um, yeah. And I, I mean, they want to see low numbers. I think the winners yeah. in the past have shot like 60, 61. So <laughs> yeah. um, it's been, it's they, they want to see birdies out there. It's, and that's what it's for. You want to see these, these players having fun and obviously, you know, you've got, you know, some of the dads and stuff who probably don't play in, you know, Justin Thomas, who is, he's playing with his dad and who has been his longtime coach. So my guess is he can still get it around. You know, Mike Thomas can yeah. probably still get it around. Played, you know, as PGA professional. Um, so he can get it around. I don't, I'm trying to think because, Tom Kite has played, and I think they, Tom Kite, Lee Jansen, they all play with their sons, but I think they each have a couple that they kind of s- rotate it yeah. through. So it'll be interesting, but they seem to always like the Kites, Jansen's, you know, Layman's longer seem to yeah. always kind of be on top of this. Um, so it'll be interesting to see whether, you know, one of these young guns, to per se young guns like Tiger yeah. or Justin Thomas being the the young gun <laughs> of the oh, group. Totally. Um, see whether they can kind of pay you know pace the field just yeah. because they are you know Justin's playing pretty good right now and like I said and never obviously watched his dad play golf but he's got to be somewhat of a player. Um, you would think, but 
Yeah. I mean, there really is only one strategy. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, nobody's going to help JT on the drive. He's probably going to be one of the longer guys out there besides Bubba. And and it's not like Tiger's going to get any help from Charlie. And yeah. they're going to not know where they have played tees. I don't know where they're going to yeah. play tees and they're going to knock it on the green. And then what it comes down to is a putting contest. Yeah. And, and you're going to have, I mean, if I'm Tiger, I'm like, Charlie, putt first. Show me the line. Yeah. And, you know, give Tiger a line, and he's going to freaking drop putts like nobody's <laughs> business. But uh, same thing with JT. And, and I think that's why Bernhard's been so successful, such a great putter, and he won last year. Um, man, you, you give these pros an opportunity to, to see a line, and they're just going to drop it. It's like having the fourth guy in your scramble tournament see the the putt three times before he goes <laughs> yeah that's there sometimes that doesn't play to your advantage because then you think you're like oh i'm just gonna get it on this and hit it firm and you sometimes get outside of of your game as far as the putting goes and then you try to do something that you don't and it doesn't work out but these guys have been at it long enough oh, yeah. they're gonna they're gonna see a line and they're just gonna they're gonna put it but i mean really Bernhard Longer, is his really a win? Is it legal with the anchoring? <laughs> but, but which I don't care. I mean, yeah, truthfully, I, I think – I don't know why it was such a big issue of them banning um, the belly putter and the, and the long putter. Well, yeah, the anchoring belly putt, I, I can see. The long putter, I don't necessarily see. But um, – the bottom line is, is like, is Bernhard longer good with the long putter? Statistically, he's the greatest putter on either tour. Like, you can go look it up. It's incredible how good he is. So, um, and that's why he's still relevant because he slaps the ball around, hit a couple good shots, but the guy's dropping bombs all day. Bombs. It, and that is, and I mean, I mean, the one thing that I don't get about the the ban on belly putters or long putters, long, long putters. I've, I've tried it and I've, it lasted about two seconds <laughs> just because I can't get the feel with it. But if it was so such a good idea and if it was so beneficial and such an advantage, why does like a hand, like a half a dozen players when they banned it, it was probably a half a dozen players that were relevant that were doing one or the other. Yeah. So it didn't, it didn't make sense to me as far as a, a statistical standpoint that you would, you would ban it, but I mean, whatever, if they figured out a way around it in some sense, I mean, you got Kucher with the arm lock, which how is that any different, but oh. <laughs> I don't know. That one seems to be, a, a bit of a mystery to me as far as a, a logic standpoint. Yeah. And heck, I don't even know why they banned side saddle. Like, yeah, to me, that's just as difficult, but yeah. yeah. But did they actually ban side saddle? Well, they wouldn't let uh, Bryson do it. He wanted to build so one. He, when he did it, but I think it was the way, I can't remember what exactly it was. It wasn't necessarily the putting style. Yeah. Because there's it, a there's actually a company out there that makes them that are the Yeah. It what it came down to was the the lie angle of the putter. You can't have a putter with more 
with a, a 90 degree lie angle, which would be, you know, perfectly straight up and down. It has to be less than 80. Okay. And 80's uh, the limit. I think his current putter is at 78, which is really close. Right. You can't you can't have a 70 degree lie angle on a side saddle. And so that's that rule was put in play specifically to eliminate side saddle. But yeah, that is another thing it's that that doesn't seem like that. Right. That doesn't seem like it would be beneficial to me. I, yeah. It, well, <laughs> it seems it, like a really hard move to to learn. Yeah, and it, it affected long putting at first because Scotty Cameron made the Futura model, the first one with the horseshoe weight on the right. back. And if you looked at the face head on, it wasn't a perfect square. It was trapezoidal, and they actually nipped off the corner, um, uh, the lower corner on each side, which allowed you to actually tilt the putter up and still putt. So the function, even though the putter had a lie angle within the limits of the USGA, <laughs> by nipping that corner, allowing you to tilt it more, um, took it and made it non-compliant. And he actually had to change the way those corners were nipped so that people couldn't do that. I don't know. It just kind of seems so where you can't go past 80 degrees. Yeah. Is that what it is? Pretty sure. Mm -hmm. I could be wrong by a degree or so, but it's, it's yeah. that. It's in that area, but I mean, you look at somebody like Steve Stricker. Steve Stricker does toe up, yeah, heel up. I always, I always will say toe up for some reason. I mean, his has got to be pretty, pretty close to that, to that, that limit when he does it. But yeah, and and, and the thing is with that, I mean, he he does that. The toe goes down, the heel goes up, but it is only maybe like three or four degrees. Yeah, but he couldn't do it anymore because he would actually thin the putter right he couldn't hit right. this spot and so that's kind of where the angles play you're right so so other than watching tiger woods this weekend um there's not a lot of golf going on in our no. our neck of the woods uh we're getting up here in in bountiful utah we're getting some snow and heard the plows go by a few times so oh so that is not happening as far as outdoor golf. Um, we spoke a little bit about indoor golf, which yeah. is becoming a lot more prevalent. We've just, uh, at, at Impact Golf Center, we actually just uh, put, the <laughs> put the chunk down to for, our, to for our final two, which we have five more track men on the way we had two Ooh. so now all of our bays all of our six bays will be track man that's awesome so and so it'll be it'll be good the biggest thing that i think track man has done is they've gotten a lot better with their their functional and and training that they can do They've added games where, mm -hmm. I mean, you can really dial in your wedge play. Before they had, you know, where you could do the TrackMan Combine, which was, which was great. Um, but that was the it. And then you could get you would get your numbers and do some things like that. Where which allow me as an instructor, I mean, it's it's made teaching easier and. Yeah more effective on that side of it just as long as you know you don't allow your 
students to necessarily let them understand the numbers, but not necessarily get bogged down by the numbers. Yeah. Essentially, but, but they've added some games in there that you can have competitions that are, that are, you know, you can change up your yardages, change up wind conditions and, and have competitions, but you're actually, you, you have some practical and functional practice, which, um, will help us with our students as well. So you're not just sitting there beating balls and looking at, at numbers per se, you're actually hitting shots and, and oh, seeing yeah. results that way. Yeah. And, and me, you know, having set up a personal hitting bay in my basement, a net and a very simple launch monitor, just telling me numbers. Like I, I still enjoy it, but not as much when you can actually uh, get the gamification of practice. Yeah, and I think that's a huge step up for TrackMan to offer that because, honestly, that's what I want to do. I want to go and compete, um, maybe on a local level in a little contest or even on a global level. And I actually had the chance to do the FX, FSX Skill Challenge uh, through okay. Foresight, and that was really cool. And mm-hmm. uh, I'm I'm competing against you know anybody across the nation and. Nice. And actually uh, saw people on the leaderboard that I, that I follow on Instagram. And, <laughs> and so it's pretty cool to compete on that level. But, man, that is the key. If you can get it's, an indoor practice facility, gamification of practice, it just makes it so much yeah. more enjoyable. And I know TrackMan is working on that where you can link the different TrackMans. And they've, they have that capability within a cert, to a certain extent, but they haven't went full live with it yet. So, yeah. That'll be, that'll be fun, but I think we're going to actually host some, some events and do some different things at, at our facility That's awesome. um, with tournaments. So we want to f- figure out how to do it and the best way to, to run, but we want to do like a match play tournament and just oh, have, totally. and I think it'd be fun. You just block off one day and you, you know, whether it's an invitational to start or, or whether you go, Hey, we're looking for you know, players in this category and then you just break them down and mm-hmm. you do flights and stuff. I think it'd, it'd be, it's going to be fun. And like I said, TrackMan, Foresight, they're all, I mean, TrackMan obviously is the leader in the market with it. Foresight, I think with their technology is really comparable as well, but it'll be interesting to see how you know these companies change the the face of indoor golf it's becoming more relevant now than i think it than it ever was in the in the past i i honestly see a huge transition um in for for one there is no reason why you can't run an indoor golf facility like a golf course you could have all the games you can do match play events you could do stroke events yeah it happens on your own time you say hey for the month of december come on in play pebble on these settings we'll, you know just have one of us set it up for you we're going to track your score and at the end of the month you know you put five bucks in a pot guess what you now yeah. have uh you know you take skins or something like that <laughs> yeah <laughs> and uh it's cool i think it's an awesome opportunity to have people connect on a digital level but also have that you know safety and security of of covid friendly environments and so 
Um, I think there's a lot of benefit to it. I think these types of facilities are going to continue to pop up everywhere and just offer golf on a more accessible level. And I think, you know, for one, Top Golf has proven that the gamification of practice is highly entertaining for any skill level. And right. uh, when people start to catch on and, and get the bug, it, uh, it really starts to grow. Yeah, I think it's going to it's going to take off. So that's kind of, I mean, something nice as far as, you know, the industry goes, I think there's, there's a lot of benefits to it. And I think we're going to do a lot of, you know, tinkering and, and experimenting with the best ways to go about, you know, taking advantage of, of having a, that, that, that technology and, and ways to use it to, you know, for the enjoyment of our, our customers and, and seeing what's best for them and just to kind of enjoy and be able to, you know, see the competition and, and like whatever, you know, you want it to be. I mean, there's a lot of them. There's a lot of games and me personally, I'm like, I look at it and I'm like, man, they could have some serious fun, just little money games between buddies. You know, you get, you know, closest to the pin where you can always do some stuff there. There's a game on um, Trackman called Capture the Flag where you basically at the end of the, there's three rounds at the end of three rounds, whoever has the most flags win. So you could do some games like that with, with your buddies. And I think you can have up to like eight players on Capture the Flag, which, which could be just silly with, how close it is so you basically capture a flag by being closest to it yeah you can set the settings up where it's like windy where you've got anywhere from a 10 to 15 mile an hour wind (laughs) on any certain thing so it's 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 pretty fun that way oh yeah and and my messing around with it so far and haven't even really kind of touched the surface of of what it's what you're able to do with it so but Getting back to the PNC, we'll give our picks really quick of who you think is going to win. I've got an idea of who you're going to pick, but well, I, maybe I, you surprised I, me. I looked at the Vegas numbers. Um, you know, it's, it's obviously it's going to be a young gun, right? Like you can't expect um, <laughs> some of these older guys to be in the top five, but. Uh, I will round off the top five um, best odds to win are Justin Thomas. Yeah. Uh, they odds much. plus 200 and then Bubba Watson at plus 600. Actually, there's a three-way tie in, in second. So it's Bubba Watson, Matt Kuchar and Tiger Woods Okay, uh, at plus 600. Then Jim Furyk at plus 800. Then John Daly and son at plus 1000. And then after that, it's kind of the old guys, Layman, right. Lair, Harrington, Singh, Duvall, Jansen, O'Mara, Trevino. Um, so, yeah. Um, and, and rounding out the bottom, Annika Sorenstam. She's uh, got the least likelihood of, of winning. <laughs> well, I mean, really, when is she – I mean, when was the last time she played competitively? I have no idea. Which is, you know, you, you look at that, it's kind of a it, – it's a, definitely a – different circumstances on the LPGA tour. You see, you know, ladies that are playing really well that, you know, and they're 
careers pretty early, their yeah. playing careers to pursue other stuff, but then also to, to start and raise a family. So it'll be interesting to see, like I said, she's running her academy and she's got all everything going on with, with that. So she's been busy and not playing a lot of competitive golf. So yeah. I can definitely see that being the, her being at the bottom. So I'll let you go first. I won't, I won't steal your, your uh, thunder, who you're thinking to pick and if you're going to go chalk or whether you're going to go somebody off the board. No, I'm going to go with somebody off the board as much as I, as I want to pick tiger. Like I, I don't know how much of a help his son is going to be. I think they're out there just to have fun. And if, if you know, if they beat JT, that's, that's what they want to come out there and do. I don't think they care if they win. But uh, my true pick to win it is John Daly and son. Those are my, that's my dark horse. I really think they've got a shot. Yeah. I was actually <laughs> thinking about, about picking them. My actually next one that I actually, and I don't know, I didn't do a ton of research on which son Langer was playing with. Um, but he seems to fare very well in this, this event. Um, and I just, I don't know. I, I, I think, I think personally, I think Justin Thomas is going to win just cause he's got it. in, got everything dialed around. He's probably playing the best of anybody out there um, that's in the field right now. But um, so I'm going to go with longer. Longer has been on a, a nice little run. So he did play really good at the masters. Yeah. That's great. It was fun to watch there. So that's my pick longer. He's just, you know, he's just going to continue his senior dominance. <laughs> oh yeah. So, and they'll have the, like I said, the course won't be set up super long, so that's not going to hurt him. And and his, all of his sons strike the ball fairly well. Yeah. Um, like I said, I don't know much about which of the sons is best, um, but they'll strike it pretty well. Put him on there. You give him two looks at the thing. You you said it yourself. He's the best statistically the best putter on on both tours at the moment so we're gonna go with langer which neither one of us picked tiger woods or justin thomas how's that for you well i mean let's be honest and the reason i picked daily is because his son actually just uh committed to play golf at arkansas university of arkansas division one school so i mean if you think about how old is little john he's is he, is, he old, is he old enough to commit? <laughs> I yeah. I, I think he just finished high school, but he committed. That was okay. November 14th that he committed. So, so he might be he might be a junior in high school because you can commit as early as okay. a junior in high school. So well, that's pretty that's pretty awesome that you have D1 schools looking at you. So essentially we have a division one worthy player and a professional golfer with a couple majors under his belt. I think it's a pretty sharp combo. Let's see. Yeah, that he may. You're right. John Daly may get some of the most help from his playing partner there. If if he's kind of raised his game to that level, he's got like I said, he's got a great swing, hits it a ton. So it'll be fun to watch. Um, I don't know if they have this course on track, man, but maybe I'll 
don't have a hugely stacked day tomorrow. Got <laughs> it early. I got a lot early um, in the day, but maybe in the afternoon, just take a sneak peek. I'd have to look and see if they have this one, but I don't. I don't think they do. But yeah, go I, I ahead, can imagine Johnson. that it's like most Florida courses, and at least the ones that it I've is. played. Yeah. There's no more of an elevation change of like ten feet. Yeah, literally, it's, it's pretty. It's pretty flat. Yeah, like I said, it looked flat. pretty flat. There's there's water and and bunkering, but other than that, it's pretty flat. Because <laughs> yeah. you have yeah. to keep the the ground above the water table by like right. five feet, and so the lowest elevations are going to be the water. But then right. above that, you got to build mounds, and you can't really get any higher than like <laughs> twenty feet. So, yeah, yeah. Pr- relatively flat, but they typically are moundy, and they've got a lot of bunkers. So. Yeah, so it'll be it'll be fun to watch. It's like I said, it's a nice little, you know, Saturday Sunday event where you get Tiger playing, and I'm hoping they have them. I mean, they usually have them mic'd up a little bit on that, so it'll be yeah. fun to see his interaction um, with his son and JT with his dad, who is also his coach. I mean, maybe that gets in JT's head a little. Bit. <laughs> starts starts doing some some on i yeah i don't think that's going to happen no on course coaching um from pops i think they'll just go out and yeah kick it around and have some fun but still be looking forward to it um besides that what are your your plans for the the weekend anything big oh just trying to get ready for christmas man there's a lot of stress there a lot of expectations a lot of expectations <laughs> created so by you or by your, by your kids. Oh, by my kids. Yeah. <laughs> it's intense. We've got elf on a shelf. We've got uh, all kinds of traditions that we do. So, um, yeah. but honestly I, I got, you know, about six inches of snow in my backyard. So um probably going to be shoveling a driveway. That's what I'll be doing. <laughs> yeah, it could be. I'm, I haven't looked at it for the rest of the week, but I think it's, supposed to continue snowing so let's take a quick look and see what that's supposed to be like for the rest of the week saturday sunday is going to just be cold it looks like so maybe you won't be shoveling snow but it'll be cold so there'll be snow (laughs) in the on the yard on the on the lawn anyway oh yeah but i just uh actually got me a couple of new books that I'll probably crack into that uh, my good friend, Derek Fox, who's the owner of, of impact golf center gave me for Christmas. He gave me dream golf and in the match. So mm. I'll have some, some reading to do on that and maybe report a little bit on that. Cause the match I've heard from a few people that it's a great book. I don't know if you've read it or not, but, and it's be doing some reading and hanging with fam and obviously getting ready for for christmas it's now a week away (laughs) it's coming up on us it's 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 there it's for sure but but all right well i think that's it for today thanks everyone for listening thanks weston for being such a great co-host and and pulling me along in these <laughs> in these episodes. 
Uh, you bet. It's a pleasure. And uh, yeah, happy holidays. Later, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Buttercuts Podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please leave us a rating, review, and subscribe. We appreciate it. Until next time, keep hitting the buttercut. <laughs>